My name is Scott Challoner and you are listening to the Leaders' Council podcast for the people who run the country and the people who keep the country running. Now, as regular listeners of this show will know very well, part of our mission here at the Leaders' Council is to bring you a variety of distinct perspectives on leadership. And to this end, we're joined on the programme today, and a very hot day it is, by Stuart Munro, Managing Director at Pentland Medical. Um, Pentland supplies unique patented patient and staff safety products to the UK. UK healthcare sector, one of those being Otium, the world's first medical device that communicates via narrowband internet of things and is described as a game changer for the care of people living with dementia. And we'll be talking all about that and its incredible potential on today's show. Um, for now, though, Stuart, very warm welcome to you today and thanks ever so much for joining us on the show again. It's a pleasure having you back. Yeah, hello, Scott. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be speaking with you again. Yeah, real pleasure for myself as well, Stuart. Uh, we talked about uh, the uh, the weather before coming onto the uh, the air, so I don't think we'll bore anybody with that, and we'll get straight down to uh, to business here because everybody, I think, is feeling exactly the same. Bit hot and bothered today. Um, so, Otium, um, we've talked a little bit about sort of what it is. Um, it is the first sort of medical device we've said there that communicates via narrowband Internet of Things. But what actually is it, and how is it that it's sort of making a real difference in the care of those patients that are living with dementia? out there? So I guess first we, we should address the, the issue that um, we're, we're actually looking at here, mm. which is approximately one in three people suffering or um, actually dealing with dementia um, tend to wander at some stage. And uh, obviously that can be very distressing and, and a concern for, for the family or, or carers looking after them. Um, there are many, many GPS-based um, devices uh, as everybody knows now, GPS is actually so developed and used in everyday life for everybody. Um, uh, they're based on on um, uh, good technology, and, and the, the Ocean platform also uses that. But it takes it a step further by basing the communication platform on narrowband Internet of Things. Um, essentially, I guess, um, at the moment, uh, limitations of... of um, GPS-based systems, are, 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 they can't track indoors. Um, mm. They have a, a, a low battery life, so the battery's doing quite quickly. And that, that makes them quite expensive to run and not great for the environment. Um, also, the, the, the um, communication is, is good, but not as good as what we can achieve with, with, with Orium. Um, I guess I could essentially explain uh, I'll try to uh, outline a vision of what it's actually. Otium is a series of tablets, round mm. white tablets. One is um, the one that goes with the person with dementia, uh, which is basically a tag that can be sewn into a, a piece of clothing or be worn around the neck or, or whatever um, that doesn't distress the person with dementia. A lot of the GPS systems actually... Um, have flashing lights and noises and so on when they're actually operational. Uh, and uh, they are actually tracking all the time, um, which, which means you know, that, that can be quite an interference on, on somebody's lives. Ocean just doesn't work like that. It's very discreet and actually can be, as I say, sewn into a piece of clothing. It's machine washable up to 60 degrees, so very robust. Uh, uh, and that is what stays with the person with dementia. There are a series of home bases, um, which are smaller tablets that look like little speakers. Uh, these are placed strategically throughout 
um, the domestic property or a care home or, or whatever setting the, the person is, is in. And they communicate with um, a, a, a device that's charged up, um, home base, um, that actually uh, is the device that will keep tracking the tag. Uh, and that, that operates through Bluetooth with a limitation of whatever Bluetooth limitation is in the given premises. Thick walls, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, I guess anybody that uses a, a, a Bluetooth speaker will be aware acutely of the limitation of Bluetooth. Um, point being that once the person with dementia um, goes out with that area, it then takes over the satellite GPS system as a tracking uh, area. Um, the big the big difference is that it's not tracking the person with dementia until just goes out with a boundary that the users or the family or the carers actually set on a mobile phone app. Um, that means that they've got greater sense of, of freedom and privacy. Mm. Um, I think that's a huge um, advantage. If you take a, a care home situation where most care homes are actually uh, have a, a secure floor or wing for dementia um, people, uh, and that means that basically regardless of what level of, of, of um, deterioration you're at, you're actually all class as one and can't actually leave the, the secure wing. Ocean would then allow families to to actually then track themselves, give the care home staff access to the app, and allow that person to go out if it was deemed that that person is, is fit and capable to do so. Um, that's a huge advantage. I think you all agree that I mean, personally, when I, when I actually thought about that as a personal sort of situation, I think that would make my, my life a lot better. Um, so that's a big advantage. Um, mm. the, the, the narrow band of Internet of Things is, is going to be the future for all these types of communication. I mean, uh, the logistic industry and so on is all moving towards that, 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 that sort of platform. Uh, so it's the future. And it's kind of like, I, I always kind of look at um, just GPS systems as, um, and about an obsolescence now um, because of this technology. And all these GPS systems are general. They're not um, medical devices. Ocean is the world's first registered medical device, uh, and we are a medical professional company. So, you know, you get the same level of support and, and, and care that we give to any of our products, whether it's in anaesthetic and, and operating theatres in the hospital setting or, or in social care in this, in this instance. Uh, so I guess that's kind of uh, a, a basic outline of, of what Osium is and, and some of the advantages it offers. Yeah, so it's essentially a unique and discreet sort of tagging device, isn't it, which those with dementia can easily sort of carry around with them and then it ensures that kind of safe and reliable tracking both sort of in and outside of premises. And obviously it's got an extended battery life as well, far superior to that of GPS, and it's also just far more effective. And I think um, it is good to kind of contextualise the demand for something like this as well, isn't it? Because just looking at some figures in front of me from the Alzheimer's Society here, um, there are around sort of 900,000 people in the UK that are currently living with dementia and that figure within the next 18 years is predicted to rise to over 1.6 million people and within 
that amount of people. There'll be six in every ten of them that will go off wandering at least at some point in their lives once. And many of those will do so on more than one occasion. And obviously we talked about the risks um, to people with dementia, for people that can wander because they can go and wander into main roads. Um, it can really distress friends, family and carers who might be concerned for their whereabouts. So that just kind of is indicative, isn't it, of the level of demand for something like this and the potential that it has to make a real difference to well, quite a lot of people, both directly and indirectly. That's a fantastic sales job you're doing there, Scott. Yes, absolutely. Um, the statistics are frightening. Um, when we uh, got involved with this, we weren't aware of, of the, the issues surrounding, surrounding dementia. Uh, but when we all looked at it as a company, we've all been personally affected by um, some of the experiences we've had already uh, dealing with, with, with customers. Um, but it, it highlights actually a very interesting point here because I can see a real demographic thing in healthcare. Healthcare, healthcare is a big passion for me just generally. Mm. And the management of, of healthcare and, and the way that governments and, and, and societies look at, at handling big, large populations and all the healthcare issues that arise. And I guess I'm kind of looking at the, the terrifying statistics for dementia right now and thinking the government's tedious. I've kind of ignored it because it's going to be a baby boom thing. Um, you know, it just figures that something like dementia would be absolutely something that would increase dramatically with a huge simultaneously aging population. Um, and then I guess it begs the question of how much resources do you put into that when at the back of that there should be a, a, a decrease in that. I don't think there's a lot of research done on that, but it's something that really struck me as, as, a, as a, a relevant point. Um, but yes, you know, we, as, as we are going forward in the next 10 years or so, we will be dealing with these issues dramatically. And I think um, uh, one of the big things for, the, for us as a business is actually we, we are working closely with Alzheimer's Society and other organisations that do so much great work with all the people that are affected by, by these issues. And, um, it's dragged us into a situation where uh, we can't do enough. You know, we, we, we went on sponsored walks and so on with the Alzheimer's Society. The whole company is completely engaged with the whole process. And practically daily, we're getting feedback from families who are telling us that we've transformed their lives. Um, you just don't get that on a daily basis in, in the healthcare setting. Mm. You know, it's great that we go to hospitals, we see things, we see our products saving lives. But you don't actually get the recognition for it. You don't actually get the feedback for it. It's just accepted. Um, here, we're actually getting this sort of situation arise, and that's a complete um, transformation for our company, actually. The whole thing, it's been great for my team to be part of something that they recognise that this is what we do daily, but we don't get the recognition for it. Uh, and I think more most satisfying thing is, is that, that um, we're allowing people to have more normal life in a, in a dreadful situation. So um, uh, these statistics recording there uh, are obviously something that we'll be dealing with for the next 10 years or so. Mm. Absolutely right. And uh, you mentioned there some of the reaction that you've had. Um, of course, Pentel Medical, you are the UK supplier of this particular product. And um, there's been some um, exceptional feedback, hasn't there, both um, from Alzheimer's Scotland, but also for care homes um, in um, England that have been trialling it um, as well. So um, that's hugely encouraging, isn't it, um, that you know this is going to have a real impact over the, uh, the next uh, 10 years as the proliferation of uh, dementia increases. Um, but I suppose it's fair to say, isn't it, that 
these endorsements weren't unexpected because um, Denmark, where the Otium device was originally manufactured and tested, there were already some very, very encouraging signs coming out of um, Scandinavia when, you know, you came upon this device and um, ended up um, doing the deal to become the UK supplier for it. So I suppose you kind of saw this coming, didn't you? Indeed. Um, and, you know, they've actually, in Denmark, uh, just replaced the, 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 the previous supplier, a well-known international manufacturer of, of devices that, that, that kind of handle this thing in a care home setting. Uh, they, they've just replaced that in the biggest care home in, um, in Denmark. And um, that's, that's actually quite interesting in the sense that there was no real need for the care home to do so. They just thought that Otium offered them such a great advantage that the, you know, they, they, they thought they would go ahead and replace the whole thing now rather than wait for an obsolescence date or something like that. Um, so, yeah, the data coming from, from Denmark and elsewhere, in fact, obviously, is, is, is really supported by all the claims we're making. I think the other thing that's, that's important is that there are no ongoing charges. All, the other, all these GPS systems usually work on a subscription basis other than just buying the device or the hardware that, that's associated with it. There's a subscription ongoing for this. We don't we don't do anything like that. We just give the support um, for life, and, and and you know that's basically uh, a one-off fee. So it's a very low-cost system, uh, and that makes it affordable for, for many families, which is obviously the biggest potential um, market for for Otium. Um, that you know the care home market is big, but most people, sadly, in many in many cases, are actually um, obviously being looked after in the in the, in the home in the domestic environment. Um, you know, I think certainly in our company, and I think probably you, you'll know in, in your workplace situation, somebody that's affected by dementia, um, and it's just that kind of problem. Um, so we look forward to transforming how how these issues around dementia are actually addressed. The Alzheimer's Alzheimer Society are listening to us as a partner, and we want to continue to work with the organisations like that that really know. Um, the, the whole industry, the, the whole sector, um, the whole care sector. We're also working with another um, very interesting uh, company called CareStop Shutter, who are, they, they effectively describe themselves as um, Amazon meets uh, Mum's Net. Uh, <laughs> they've listed certain, several commercial products um, on their website, um, and, uh, and they, they promote that to their audience of primarily smaller care homes. So. There's five big organisations that are running care home organisations in, in England, Scotland and Wales. Uh, but the vast majority, uh, I think it's something like 80%, are actually care homes that are under 100 beds. Um, some of them very individual organisations. Uh, and that's their target marketplace. And um, we've got together with them and now just listed our, our products on there. Um, so uh, there's, there's, there's a, a, a big sense of... Um, the, the, the current um, sales profile will increase dramatically in the next five to six weeks because of all the activity that's going on. Exactly, and I think the versatility of Otium is uh, is fantastic, isn't it, as well? Because as you mentioned there, I mean, it doesn't just work in sort of the larger care settings, it's working in sort of those smaller ones, but you can even sort of set this up in uh, the home, aren't you? The private individual can go and get hold of this device. Well, and, you know, market, Scott, yeah, and absolutely. Uh, you know, we, we've been gobsmacked at how much we've been involved on a personal level with these families that are having this issue. In fact, there's one um, 
one other couple on the Irish Sky. Um, the most remote um, cluster we have so far, they're on the northern tip of the Irish Sky in a very remote location. Uh, and that's a, a lovely couple in their 80s. Um, we, we kind of set them up to Mount Seymour, Scotland for a free trial. But the, 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 it's, the, it's the lady's husband that uh, has a dementia problem and is now a wandering issue as well. And they live near a cliff in an isolated location in the sky, so it, it's pretty dangerous if he goes wandering. Uh, and she'd never used that. They don't have a mobile phone. Um, so we actually gave them a mobile phone and, and set them up. Um, they, they got everything running and, and you know, we're giving them support to have that, that operational. So they, they're going to write a... Um, a testimonial for us. Um, the, the lady's uh, a former journalist, so she's uh, very competent and capable, but I think they just like to live the real life away from modern day living. But there you go, that's a great example for you. I love that story in particular. I think it's very human, but it's also a great example of uh, what can be achieved. And the accessibility is, and affordability of this is also hugely important, isn't it? Because um, you obviously have not just obviously the, the option to purchase this device, but you can also rent it, you can try it before you buy it, and it's affordable as well, isn't it? So it's like it's, um, it is something that isn't necessarily going to be an option that's going to be a game changer, but people are priced out by it. So that also is going to make a huge, huge difference. Very, very, very good point. Um, we've been, that's a deliberate thing. I think we've also looked at our pricing um, profile and, and worked with Denmark to keep it as low as possible. Um, you know, we, we are actually um, very conscious of that and we do want to make it available to everybody. But we've given a lot away free as well and um, you know, we'll continue to do that because um, not everybody even under these circumstances will be able to afford it and we're just keen to make sure that everybody that, that doesn't need this product can have it. Understandably so and um, there are several reasons I think why it's sort of standing out from other solutions that are on the market at the moment and it's not just because of the fact that it's easy to use and it's much more efficient than some of the other options that are out there. It's the fact that it's not just about locating people with dementia when they do happen to wander off, is it? It aims to actually prevent the problem from happening in the first instance, and that's also a key difference with this. It's, it's, it's kind of early days in, in, in terms of aspects like that, but um, certainly the, 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 I think the fact that families and individuals and carers can actually um, personalise everything about, about the product. In fact, it, it, quite a lot of people actually um, personalise the tab and just wear it around their neck. Um, there's a great story from Denmark, actually, um, where one person there was actually quite conscious of wearing the, just the, the, the bare white tag around his neck. Uh, and they thought, well, let's, let's get something to decorate it with. And, and the guy is actually a big Mercedes fan, and they wrote to Mercedes, asking if they had stickers or something they could use on it. And Mercedes was absolutely fantastic, and, and gave the family a whole package and, and, and so on. And that guy's quite happy to, to wear that around his neck. Um, in that situation. There's quite a lot of that sort of interaction going on there. And um, I think it, it kind of personalises the whole thing a little bit more as well. There's, a, there's also enormous potential for the future to add other dimensions to this technology. And I think that's the thing that probably excites me more than, than any other aspect. Uh, it's not just potentially a tracking device and that's it, end of story. All the GPS devices are kind of like that. But uh, this, this, this has the potential to, to actually look at other areas, and we are exploring these areas um, as we speak. 
It's fantastic, isn't it? The potential that this this has, and um, as you mentioned there as well, I mean, it is easy for these um, people with dementia that have the tag on their person to not become alienated by it or intimidated by it because it is very discreet. It doesn't have any sort of flashing lights or alarms on it or anything like that. And you can sort of personalise the tag as well. I mean, there's a wonderful story actually uh, from um, Alzheimer's Scotland again where um, there's one user who actually has pictures of their parents stuck on the tag as well. So they're obviously inclined to carry it around with them and almost use it as a comforter as well. So just goes to show that there's some real versatility there as well. Yeah, it just highlights this whole personal thing about the, the entire area. It's, it's actually blown up away as a company, as I say. It's, it's been a, a journey for us, and we're, we're really enjoying it and learning as we go along. It's fair to say as well that, it should, I should point out, that the, the, the technology infrastructure that this is based on um, is, is currently run by Vodafone. Uh, and it's expensive to invest in a network to, to develop this technology. I think currently the last statistics we had was the, the coverage in the UK is only about 86% of the geographical um, area of the, of the, the, the whole United Kingdom. Uh, and that's improving, but that does, it does mean at this point in time that there are some black areas or white areas, as we call them, where we, we can't actually um, get sufficient satellite coverage and, 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 and technology to, to, to operate properly. But it's, 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 it's what you get when you're at the forefront of developing technology. That's what you do. Um, and that's what we're about as a company, as you know, Scott. You know, we, we've spoken before about some of the amazing solutions we have. And this is certainly up there. And that's exactly it, isn't it? Everything is a work in progress when you're sort of right at the forefront of innovations and developing new technologies exactly right. And so nothing is going to be perfect, certainly first time. And I think there's so much uh, more to come from Mermotium. Seems incredibly exciting. And uh, the last time we spoke as well, Stuart, I do recall actually that um, you were starting to sort of bring up the uh, the video marketing campaign for the product to its uh, call to action phase. And obviously some initial feedback there had been positive and attracted a good following. So um, I suppose I should ask you sort of how that side of things is going and uh, when we can expect to maybe see this sort of rolled out a little bit more across the country. Yeah, we're, we're, we're actually playing around with um, the landing page videos for that particular campaign. Um, it's, it's obviously everybody um, in, in marketing these days is aware that digital marketing is, is the way to get your product um, in front of everybody and, and make yourself the number one product no matter what it is on the internet. And obviously that's a continuing battle, a dynamic situation. Uh, and we're, we're actually just really gearing up now, I think, I think if you type into most search engines at this point in time, uh, key terms relevant, relevant to us, like dementia tracking and so on, um, you'll find that we'll come up either first or second. But that'll change um, in the next few weeks when we really match up the campaign and, and take it on. Uh, it's never really, it never really works for us in healthcare, that type of thing, because what we tend to reach uh, the, the end users or, the, or people with the problems we're trying to address. Uh, and that's not any use to us because we're secondary care where we rely on healthcare professionals that use the products to be the, the, the decision makers. Um, so that, that's kind of an interesting sort of situation for us where we can actually use the power of, of digital marketing to, to get our message across. And in this sense, it feels good. It feels like we're doing a good thing rather than just trying to buy buy number one spot and then position yourself where you are. And of course, I know a lot of people know myself included, 
will not automatically take the first thing that comes up in the search engine because we're aware of these things. So again, we have to spread it into the organic, the organic section. So I think that's where we're also more focused on dealing with organisations like the Alzheimer's Society who carry uh, a bit of gravitas and, and, and sort of um, weight in terms of you know, the whole issue. Uh, that's who we want to be aligned with. We don't just want to be making a statement and, and, and trying to set ourselves as, as the experts. We want other people that, that are the experts in the industry to work with us. Uh, so the security there that, that both organisations know that what we're saying is correct. It's exactly right, isn't it? It's getting those endorsements. It's um, making sure that, you know, the gravitas, as you say, is there to show that, you know, this is being developed in consideration for the end users. It isn't just about becoming the market leader, becoming a household name, although it certainly does seem like it has the uh, the potential to do so. Um, and I think uh, just before we uh, we finished you at um, actually, um, it'd be good to kind of get an idea of what your longer term hopes are for uh, the Otim device, because obviously... It's gonna. It's hopefully gonna make a huge, huge difference, and it is going to uh, really sort of develop some momentum in the UK. But I suppose your hopes are sort of far, far more broad than that, aren't they? I mean, because it's it's gonna be making the difference on a personal level, hasn't it? Absolutely. We touched on it earlier, but um, I know that Denmark have um, um, plans for for um, adding extra dimensions to to what we can actually do with the tag. Uh, the technology is all there. It's already. Um, built in to be able to to, to actually take uh, an upgrade to to other areas, so I think that's incredibly exciting. I mean, you know, I, I should also point out that um, <laughs> there's a guys, a couple of the guys that uh, worked on the development of Otium in Denmark um, worked on the development of Bluetooth, uh, which is a Scandinavian invention. Mm. Um, so, uh, and the name Bluetooth actually comes from a, a Viking king called Harold Bluetooth. Um, so. You know, we've got that kind of credible sort of um, technological development background in, in there as well. And that's what's driving the, the, the future for us. So who knows where it can go, to be honest. I'm very excited about the potential. Uh, it's quite clear that we have the development capabilities to, to move on to, to better things. Absolutely, and it's a really fun fact, isn't it, about Bluetooth, actually. In the Bluetooth insignia, um, it is actually a Viking rune, isn't it? So um, for anybody tuning into this um, who didn't know that, <laughs> you certainly learned something today as well. Um, so, yeah, it's fantastic how things work, isn't it? Fantastic. Yeah, absolutely, and um, it's, uh, you know, it's just technology and it's got limitations, but it is incredible what we can do when it, when it works and, you know, obviously improving it continually. It's what it's all about. Exactly right. Continuous improvement, continuous development. I don't think we're ever, ever a finished article. And uh, that trans- sort of translates into leadership as well. It's something that we talk about an awful lot. And uh, just moving away sort of from um, sort of OTIN specifically um, as well, Stuart, uh, before we wrap up, um, I can imagine that over the uh, the next year or so within the company, um, OTIN, of course, is going to be one of your priorities. But there'll be plenty of other products and projects that you're working on as well that I'm sure you're very excited about. Oh, absolutely. Um, we've just returned from Edinburgh where we held uh, some a sales meeting with the team and uh, we had a fantastic uh, social um, event with the Edinburgh Festival. Um, and we're all so excited. I've got an, a, an incredibly young, dynamic team that I'm so proud to be leading. Um, and we're all incredibly excited about our first global healthcare, healthcare product solution for, um, for an anesthesia issue that, that, that's absolutely um, <laughs> incredible, to be honest. How, how 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 this issue is actually addressed at the moment the way it is 
is a real story, and um, I think we're going to have a, another podcast on that one. Um, but it's just a lovely, a lovely story because it's two theatre technicians mm. and theatres in, in the UK that, that, that seen this problem continuing their lives and thought there must be a better solution. They went looking for one globally and couldn't find it, so they sat down and created their own, and, and that's that's the origin of this amazing product. It's now going through the clinical, clinical, clinical trial stage. All looking good, and in the autumn we hope to, to launch that globally. Um, and uh, yeah, watch the space. We'll have a chat about that, Scott. I think. Yeah, fantastic. I'd certainly love to uh, hear about that. Sounds like something that again is going to be a game changer in um, another area, and um, really, really, really fascinating stuff. It's amazing, isn't it? What um, innovations uh, can can really do in uh, the uh, the medical devices sector. And yes, yeah, I would certainly love to hear all about that. And um, in the meantime, of course, um, I won't sort of keep you from enjoying the uh, the weather any longer. It's been brilliant having you on the uh, the show again, and I'm looking forward to the next time we'll be discussing uh, sort of what's going on behind the scenes more and just seeing what other. Um, things out there are going to be coming out in the market soon and making a real difference to people's lives. Me too, Scott. A pleasure as always. Uh, really enjoyed talking to you. Likewise, Stuart. It's been absolutely fantastic and I do hope that everyone tuning in also shares that sentiment as well and has enjoyed hearing once again from Stuart Munro, Managing Director at Pentland Medical, who are doing some fantastic work at the moment, truly are. Um, and just a message to everyone listening in. I mean, if you do run your own business or head up your own organisation and you feel that you have your own story to share with us here at the Leaders' Council, then by all means, we also want to hear from you. So why not apply to be on the programme yourself via leaderscouncil.co.uk forward slash apply to talk about your product innovation or story until next time everybody please do take care and goodbye you've been listening to the leaders council podcast with your host scott challoner thank you